You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the newest edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. It's great to have you with us here on Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. On today's show, we've got a recap of last night's Duke baseball victory over Campbell. Grant Hill has a new job in the basketball world. He's got a new role there. We'll also listen to Grant Hill catch up with Coach K, and we've got some Duke men's basketball updates to give you on today's show. I'm JJ Jackson, the host of this program. Give me a follow on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore and follow the show on Twitter as well at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to follow Locked On Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts and you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. Let's dive right in. Let's take a look at last night's baseball game for our Duke Blue Devils. Duke's eight runs on nine hits in the fourth inning powered the Blue Devils past Campbell 14-7 in midweek action last night at the Durham Bulls Athletic Park. Duke finished with a season-high 14 runs on 15 hits, including eight extra base hits. Graduate student Chase Cheek and junior shortstop Ethan Murray led the Blue Devils at the plate as both recorded three hits. Cheek went a perfect 3-for-3 with a triple, three runs scored, and an RBI. A native of Orlando, Florida, Cheek also reached base on a walk and hit by pitch. All five times he stepped in the batter's box, Chase Cheek was able to get on base. Murray finished 3-for-5 with a career-high two triples and a double. He became the first player this season to record two triples in a single game and currently leads the team with three on the season. Three RBIs were also a season-high on the year for Ethan Murray. Senior Josh Nifong started on the mound for the Blue Devils. The 6'7 right-hander out of High Point, North Carolina, allowed two runs, only one earned, on four hits with two walks and three innings pitch. Nifong also struck out three batters. Six foot seven, throwing from the right side, throws some heat on the mound for Duke right there. As Duke and Campbell were tied at two after the third inning, but the Blue Devils separated themselves with an eight-run inning in the fourth. Cheek and Murray started the frame with back-to-back triples before redshirt junior Will Hoyle hit a three-run home run just two batters later. A little later in the inning, senior Joey Loperfito scored from third following an error by the pitcher. Duke finished the frame with eight runs on nine hits, marking the most for a single inning in either category this year to take a 10-2 lead. And as we now well know, the final score was 14-7 in favor of the Duke Blue Devils. Also seeing action out of the bullpen in this one was sophomore Jimmy Loper, who allowed just one hit and one walk while fanning two in two innings of work. Marcus Johnson entered the game and struck out two of the final three batters to secure Duke's win against Campbell. Duke hosts Wake Forest in a three-game ACC series this weekend. First pitch for Game 1 on Friday is scheduled for 6 o'clock. The game will be broadcasted on the ACC Network Extra. Joey Loperfito in this one, a note, he reached base for the team-leading 21st consecutive game. Hoyle's three-run blast was his second home run in as many games. And again, with Ethan Murray's two triples, he had the triples in the fourth inning, he joined teammate Peter Matt as the only Blue Devils on the current roster to record two triples in a single game. Peter Matt did so against Dartmouth in 2019 while he was playing for Penn and now obviously playing for our Duke Blue Devils. Duke with the win, 14-7 over Campbell, as we've been doing lately on our Locked On Blue Devils podcast. We want you to be able to listen to Duke baseball head coach, 
Chris Pollard. Here he is chatting with Chris Edwards on the Blue Devil IMG Network. Duke over Campbell tonight, 14-7 with the head coach of the Blue Devils, Chris Pollard. Coach, a lot to unpack. Let's start here. Your mm -hmm. offense, you score to tie the game 2-2, two two, and then Nick Conti comes at the top of the fourth inning. Shutdown inning, then you score eight times in the bottom of the fourth. That's the difference in the ballgame, it seems like. And then the shutdown inning by Brereton behind the eight run. You nailed it, Chris. Uh, you know, we had uh, the, the, the mistake that we've been making where we allow things to snowball on us. In the top of the third. Mike Rothenberg's plays defensively allowed us to minimize it when things were, you know, kind of tenuous. He made a great play with the throw behind. He made a great play to cut down a runner uh, trying to, to take it a base. And that kind of settled things down. We got off the field with the two-run score. RJ has the home run. But then you've got the shutdown inning by Conti that you referred to, which I thought was a really, really good inning. And then Raritan comes out with a really good shutdown after the eighth run fourth. And I thought our offense did some really good things. Yeah, how about your offense? Will Hoyle a home run. Ethan Murray two triples in one inning. Chase Chica triple. Mike Rothenberg a double to the opposite field. So many good things for your offense going into this weekend. Yeah, I told our guys in the in the post-game meeting, and I said, so many good things offensively. I gotta wait and talk about those tomorrow. So we'll talk about those in practice tomorrow. But, you know, uh, it's no secret, last night was tough. Uh, we had a, a hard conversation when we got back to campus. Uh, I like the way our team responded today. Coach, good win. We'll see you for Wake Forest this weekend. Sounds great. That's the head coach of the Blue Devils, Chris Pollard on Blue Devil Network. Again, that's Duke Baseball head coach Chris Pollard with Chris Edwards, the play-by-play -play voice of the Duke baseball program on the Blue Devil IMG Network last night after Duke's 14-7 win over Campbell. This weekend when Duke plays Wake Forest, I mentioned the game being broadcasted on the ACC Network Extra. Do us a favor, go to GoDuke.com or on the TuneIn app, search Duke Baseball and listen to Chris on the play-by-play -play coverage. Love listening to that guy call a baseball game. He was on our show last week. Good friend of mine, so make sure you listen to his coverage of Duke baseball all season long. When we come back, we will talk about Grant Hill. He's got a new role in the basketball world, and he had a fun conversation with Mike Krzyzewski at the Final Four this year. That's up next on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. Period. End of sentence. Don't have to say anything else, but I'm going to. Built Bars are very healthy. They're great for the health-conscious guy like myself. Also, they help you lose and maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Great for the keto diet. If you talk about the peanut butter bar, 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, just 5 grams worth of net carbs. Great stuff there in the flavor profile. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-15, to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCKED15, Built Bar, a sponsor of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. 
available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes on the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Back on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast, news in the Duke world last week. Grant Hill selected to succeed Jerry Colangelo as USA Men's Basketball National Team Managing Director. High honor there for Grant Hill, the 19-year NBA career that he had. He's been an Olympic gold medalist before. Hill will take over the duties after the upcoming Tokyo Olympics this season. I want to read a little bit about this from the press release from USA Basketball. It starts right here, quote, It is a tremendous honor to serve as managing director of USA Basketball's men's national team. I am looking forward to working with the USA Basketball staff and board of directors to lead this organization so uniquely positioned for continued growth and for developing and promoting our top talent in events around the world. As a member of the 1996 Dream Team, I know the thrill and responsibility it is to represent our country. I am confident USA Basketball will continue to showcase the top talent and highest character players in our country, end quote. Taking control in 2005 of a USA national team that hadn't won a major international competition since 2000, Jerry Colangelo rebuilt the program from the bottom up. Under Colangelo, the USA men have compiled a remarkable 97-4 overall record and have claimed top honors in six of eight FIBA or FIBA Americas competitions, including Olympic championships in 2008, 2012, and 2016. And remember, that was Coach Mike Krzyzewski that was the head coach for all three of those Olympic winning teams. Greg Popovich, the current head coach of the San Antonio Spurs, also currently serves as the head coach for USA Basketball. Grant Hill played for five USA Basketball teams, won two gold medals and one bronze, and compiled an overall record of 26-1. That is a 963 winning percentage. He was a member of the gold medalist 1996 U.S. Olympic men's national team and the 5-0 1996 U.S. national team. Hill was a collegiate as a part of the 1992 USA developmental team that trained against the 1992 U.S. Olympic team. 92, that's your typical dream team that you hear a lot about. They did win again in 96, still sort of framed as the dream team, but the 92 Olympics are the one that everyone refers to with Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. And, of course, our guy Christian Leitner, after his championships at Duke, found a way to make that 1992 dream team. They took Leitner over Shaquille O'Neal. Playing in 1,026 NBA games and starting in 972 of those games, Hill compiled 17,137 points, 6,169 rebounds, 4,252 assists, and 1,248 steals. He finished his career as one of 17 players in NBA history to record over 17,000 points, 6,000 rebounds, and 4,000 assists. 
inducted into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame as a player in 2018. Hill's NBA career covered 19 seasons, and he was a seven-time NBA All-Star and a five-time All-NBA selection. Drafted by the Detroit Pistons with the third overall pick in the 1994 NBA Draft, Hill was named the 1994-1995 NBA Co-Rookie of the Year. Of course, in four seasons playing college basketball at Duke University, he helped lead the Blue Devils to back-to-back NCAA national titles in 91 and 92 and a runner-up finish in 1994. Hill compiled 1,924 points, 771 rebounds, 461 assists, 218 steals during his collegiate career and was named an All-American in 1994, the 1993 NABC Defensive Player of the Year, the 1994 ACC Player of the Year, and he was a three-time All-ACC selection. Hill became the first player in ACC history to collect more than 1,900 points, 700 rebounds, 400 assists, 200 steals, and 100 block shots. What a excellent Duke career. And as I just read off right there, I don't need to say excellent Duke career. I just need to say an excellent college basketball career and an NBA career and an Olympic career playing for the national team. Grant Hill seems like the absolute home run choice to make there to replace Jerry Colangelo as the managing director of the USA men's basketball national team. What an awesome honor that is. Now let's have some fun with Grant Hill. I found this over the weekend, and I knew that I had to bring this to the Locked On Blue Devils podcast for us to all enjoy together. Here's what this is. During the Final Four, we know that Grant Hill works with CBS. You heard him in the three-man booth for the Final Four and National Championship games alongside Bill Raftery and play-by-play man Jim Nance. But Grant Hill actually got the chance to have a one-on-one interview with Coach K at the Final Four remotely, virtually, but celebrating 30 years since Duke won that 1991 National Championship game. We did the exact same thing ourselves here on this podcast all throughout the month of March. But so this virtual setup was done on CBS. Bleacher Report had it as well. Uh, It's the AT&T 5G Holovision. So basically the way they put this up, we'll, we'll put this on our Twitter feed as well so you can watch this for yourself. I'm going to give you the audio in just a moment. But to set this up, Coach K was live in Durham. Grant Hill was live in Indianapolis. And in Grant Hill's studio, AT&T 5G Holovision was able to create a hologram of Coach K. And you kind of hear them talking back and forth. It's a look back at the 91 National Championship victory for the Duke Blue Devils. Let's dive in and take a listen. Indianapolis for these last three weeks has me reminiscing on 30 years ago when we beat undefeated UNLV defending national champion. One of the greatest upsets of all time. And now I get a chance to visit with Coach K who's back in Durham, North Carolina to relive the magical moments that took place during that year. Holy mackerel. (laughs) How how is this happening? It's incredible. I guess you have to be an icon, a goat, to have a hologram. So this is (laughs) is incredible. I love it. Every time I come here, I think about that 91 championship that we experienced. Do you ever look back and, and just think about that season? 
Yeah, and you know, Grant, to finally get our first national championship, and, and after losing by 30 points in the national championship game in 90, you know, Indianapolis will always be a, a, a very, very special place for me. There it is. The first time I've seen Mike Krzyzewski smile, he knows he has that monkey off his back. You lost three senior starters from that team that made it to the finals. But that first day, we're in the locker room, and you wrote on the board, 1991 national champions. Well, I actually got chills thinking of that moment because I thought it was a moment that set the stage for uh, the national championship months later. You played with two guys who were fearless in Christian and Bobby. You know, they're two of the all-time competitors and great players in the history of college basketball. And then to add you with them, we had a trinity there that could rival anybody in college basketball. UNLV is on some kind of a roll. They are quite simply an awesome group of athletes. Down from the lane comes Stacey Anthony with the steal. Oh, what a shot. Larry Johnson dominating this game every which way. Just talk about how stacked that UNLV team was and how no one expected us to win. Well, yes, somebody expected us to win. We did. I genuinely remember when we got on that plane to fly to Indianapolis that we were going to beat them. How did you go about preparing us for that great UNLV ball club? We kept reinforcing that if we could get them in the last couple minutes in a close game, we would have the advantage because they had pretty much annihilated everybody. Everyone wonders how Duke will handle this game psychologically after that contest a year ago. I can still remember you guys going on the court. You guys were stone cold killers. And you guys believed. You believed. Hoffman has it taken away. Hurley, and he finishes. Leitner called for it, he got it. Beautiful feed. Mike Krzyzewski, he has his guys believing they can play this UNLV team. I think from the start, we let them know that this wasn't last year. Right. And uh, there was a moment in the second half that it felt like they had maybe a five-point lead. Five and, point, and yeah. were kind of pulling away a little bit, and Bobby raised up. Still plenty of time to not worry about threes, and Hurley hits one right there. Maybe the biggest shot that a player hit during my time here at Duke was Bobby's three. What a big three by Bobby Hurley. And you could see in their face, it was like in a big time fight, we landed a huge punch. Off the glass, score it, and he's fouled. Duke's in front by one. And now we were in that, the crucible of two minutes that we had talked about, that pressure. Can Duke pull off one of the biggest upsets Duke's in got Final the, Four got history? The angle. Oh, Hurley's gone there. Duke has done it. Duke has upset UNLV. Everyone's going crazy in, in the Hoosier Dome. There's a celebration, and you're you're trying to keep us all like composed. Like there's one more game. We just won as big a game as Duke has ever won. Now we were going to be tested in it, and you guys really passed the test. Oh, can you believe he got that high? Early three, yeah. Final seconds. Jordan the It doesn't matter. Duke has won its first national championship. Obviously, we win the game against Kansas. What was that like? You know, you don't think about legacy or anything like that. It was more, we did it. We did it. Now, you know, my thing, can we ever do it again? And uh, we kept that team together and won it again the following year. All right, Coach. Well, hey, I, I appreciate this. It was our first national championship. 
and my first hologram. So, uh, <laughs> well, good stuff, Coach. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, my goodness. That is amazing stuff right there from Coach K and Grant Hill. Did Coach K really, before the season even started in 1991, just walk into the locker room one day and write on the whiteboard, 1991 National Champions? Wow, before the season even ever started. Of course, coming off the 30-point loss in the 1990 NCAA title game. But before the season started, Coach K did that. And you heard him in that interview with Grant Hill say that he was getting chills hearing Grant bring that story back to life. I was getting chills myself. And watching that the whole time, I'm sitting here thinking, as I've said before on the show, I wasn't even alive in 91. I know about those teams because my dad told me so many stories growing up. And it still has that big of an impact on me as just a diehard Duke fan. It doesn't matter if you were alive yet or not. We all love Duke victories. We love these big figureheads in the Duke basketball world. And it all ties to Mike Krzyzewski. Awesome, awesome stuff there between Grant Hill and Coach K. Coming up in just a moment, I've got a couple of recruiting updates to share with you and a couple of men's basketball preseason notes that I want to touch on next on the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's your best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Use promo code LOCKED ON, L O C K O N, promo code LOCKED ON. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. April 19th through the 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaCanfora, and Michael Lombardi, our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey, the Locked On Podcast Network. We mentioned this on yesterday's show, but Duke has apparently reached out to Jalen Blakes, the four-star point guard out of the state of New Jersey, played at Blair Academy, the same home of Luol Dank and current walk-on about to be a junior, Keenan Worthington. The six foot two, 190-pound point guard is the number 101 player in the class of 2021, the 16th best point guard, and the number three player out of New Jersey. We learned that last night of all nights, Adam Rowe and the DevilsIsIn.com, they do a phenomenal job covering recruiting. They were able to report that Blakes received a scholarship offer from Coach K and Duke. So Jalen Blakes has officially received a scholarship offer from Duke. That could be big news as it seems like Blakes is getting close to making a decision on his college destination, and he just got his offer from Duke. So you see that from time to time where players finally get the offer from a big school that they're wanting to go to, and then they immediately are able to commit on the spot. They don't want to pass up that opportunity as Blakes will come in and compete with Jeremy Roach for that starting point guard position. Roach continued to progress throughout his freshman season this past year. And remember, Jalen, or excuse me, Jeremy Roach, 
is high school teammates with Trevor Keels. Keels is about to be a freshman on the Stoop team as well. Also, point guard-wise, Ty Ty Washington is another name that has been briefly discussed on our show. He is a decommit from Creighton, a four-star point guard as well. He's going to be announcing his top five this weekend. Duke's name has been involved by a lot of the recruiting services, but what we know so far is that Ty Ty Washington has not officially been offered a scholarship from Duke. That would be important if this is going to be one of the guys to come in and help solidify that class for the Blue Devils, but he'll be announcing his top five schools this weekend. Duke's name has always been attached to him, but it's kind of odd that he apparently doesn't have a scholarship offer just yet. There's a couple of notes there for you on the Duke recruiting class. I also wanted to let you know, everybody loves those way-too-early top 25s or the way-too-early national championship predictions that happen as soon as the Final Four and national championship come to a close in every sport, or heck, even any sports. It doesn't just have to be college athletics. You know, you're watching the Super Bowl every year in February, and as soon as it's over, every media outlet and publication wants you to know the way too early predictions and odds for next year's Super Bowl. Gosh, sports fans are the best. We're so obsessive and obnoxious about everything. So I wanted to run through four different rankings and where folks had Duke in their way too early top 25 rankings for the 2021-2022 basketball season as we gear up for the 2022 Final Four. Here it is. Jeff Borzello from ESPN is one of the foremost basketball writers for ESPN.com. Borzello has Duke at number 13 in the top 25 in his way too early top 25 predictions. He has Gonzaga number one overall. Bleacher Report released theirs after the national title game as well. Bleacher Report, their staff, has Duke as the number four best team in their way too early top 25 rankings. Bleacher Report has Gonzaga number one overall. NCAA.com, their media staff, put together power rankings for this upcoming season. They have Duke at number 20 for next year. Number 20 in their rankings there. They have UCLA number one overall. This again was NCAA.com, their top 25 power rankings for next season. And then finally, USA Today. We know about the USA Today coaches poll that happens in the sport. USA Today had the top 25 preseason poll already announced the way too early predictions. USA Today had UCLA as well as the number one team in the country. And get this. USA Today had the Duke Blue Devils number two in their way too early predictions. So all over the board, four different outlets right there. Duke number 13, Duke number four, Duke number 20, Duke number two. Common theme here is that Duke is ranked for a team that was not for the majority of this past season and did not make the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1995. But it is interesting to kind of see Duke all over the board. I think Duke is going to be a top 15 team at least when those preseason rankings come out. I'd be tempted to even say top 10 with the talented freshman class that they've got coming in. A lot of folks worry about Matthew Hurt not returning. I'm one of those as well. I do want to see Matthew Hurt come back for another year at Duke. But even if he goes to the NBA, I still believe that Duke will be a top 10 team in the preseason top 25 rankings for college basketball. So kind of cool to look around at what people are projecting this Duke basketball team to be for this upcoming season. Uh, that's going to do it for today's edition of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. We were able to talk about Duke baseball's 14-7 win last night 
over Campbell. Grant Hill, the new managing director of USA Basketball, and how awesome was that video and that sit-down between Coach K and Grant Hill. And then also gave you a couple of recruiting updates to pay attention to. Coming up on tomorrow's show, Brendan Marks from The Athletic will sit down and chat with me about the Duke Blue Devils and their program. Brendan Marks covers Duke basketball and North Carolina basketball for The Athletic, one of the top sports writing outlets in the world right now, and he is the beat writer for Duke and UNC. I loved the conversation that I was able to record with him. We'll air that for you on tomorrow's program. A reminder that you can connect with me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Send us emails, LockedOnBlueDevils at gmail.com. Send me a tweet or an email with your questions that you want answered in our next installment of Mailbag Mondays. Any question that you have in the Duke Athletics world, I want to talk about it with you. Send me those questions if you get the opportunity. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Locked on Blue Devils as soon as it's available each day. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.